there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another episode of T4C. I am so excited to introduce you to my next guest because he is a wonderful example of someone who maybe hadn't yet discovered his professional passion when he went to college, but instead allowed his love of country to lead him first. His professional interests evolved after that. But before I introduce you to Francis Huang, I want to make sure you have signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's the weekly newsletter we send out Monday morning to give you an overview of the five episodes we're going to be dropping each day that week. Please head over to the Time for Coffee website at time4coffee.org, and it's right there on the homepage. And while you're there, you're welcome to check out any of the dozens and dozens and dozens of professionals I've interviewed. They're all organized by profession right there on the homepage. Or you can check out the podcast page where they're listed chronologically in order of when they dropped. Now, my Java-loving friends, grab your mug and take a chug of a delicious caffeinated beverage because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest is Francis Huang, a lawyer, entrepreneur, and retired member of the U.S. Armed Forces who has over 20 years of national security experience with service in every branch of government. France graduated in the top 1% of his class at West Point, got a master's in criminal justice, and later a law degree from Georgetown University. Please check out the show notes for much more detail on France Huang's remarkable career to date. Today, France is a partner at FH&H, a 25-plus member law firm, and he's an advisor at Momentum Aviation Group, and in his free time, He's an entrepreneur. Again, please check out the longer T4C interview we've already dropped to listen to more details about France's career and his professional journey. France, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? Good morning, Andrew. I am and I am. All right. Terrific. So let's get right into the 10 espresso shots. The first one is what entry level jobs are available to Java junkies who are eager to break into the field of entrepreneurship and or law? Well, if you want to enter entrepreneurship, I mean, the best thing to do is to become an entrepreneur, find an entrepreneurial team and get involved in it in some way, whether that's as an intern or as a founding member to become an entry level lawyer. I think the best jobs you can have are either an associate at a law firm or a law clerk for a judge. They both allow you to develop the fundamental skills you need to succeed in the practice of law. Terrific. What about a useful skill or skills that you look for in the people that you hire in the various ventures and companies that you're engaged in? Uh, I look for probably three things, Andrea, and real quickly, their leadership, its character, and initiative. Could you tease that out a little bit? Sure. I want folks who want to not just be told what to do, but want to take charge. So leadership skills, the ability to organize other people and get things done. I look for people who take the initiative, right? They're not sitting around waiting to be told what to do. They figure out what to do and, and go do it. Uh, and lastly, character, right? People who are guided by a, a set of values and principles that are bigger than themselves. Thank you for that. 
France, is someone's major a deciding factor to get into your profession? And I'm talking really about entry-level positions here. Yes and no. If you have a major that is directly relevant, that's obviously helpful. But even if you don't, that's not necessarily a bar. You know, somebody who studied English but but decides all of a sudden they want to be an entrepreneur in the national security field, if they go out and take additional classes, go out and participate in extracurricular activities that demonstrate a passion for that area, that can more than make up for a major that is not directly relevant. Now, I'm going to ask you about a graduate school degree. Clearly, if somebody wants to become a lawyer, they're going to need a graduate school degree. But I wonder, does it have to be a law degree? Could there be other degrees that you would get an advanced degree that could be useful to you? I know you got another master's that could augment your ability to progress in the field. So, Andrew, if you're talking about the practice of law, certainly if you want to practice law in a particular industry, having a graduate degree related to that industry is very helpful. If you want to be an aerospace lawyer and you get a a master's in aerospace engineering, that's obviously going to increase your ability to, to practice law. In terms of being an entrepreneur, I'm not exactly a fan of more education for its own sake, or at least graduate school education. I think when it comes to building businesses, the best way to learn how to build a business is to go build a business. Okay, terrific. What about life experiences, France? What, in your opinion, are the most useful ones to have for someone starting out in this field? So in terms of being a lawyer, I think the best life experience is just to be a critical thinker. As you read, as you write, as you digest the news, always ask yourself, what's what's the issue here, right? What's, what's the, the core thing that's at stake? And then what are the arguments on each side? And just that practice every day of thinking critically uh, goes to the core of what it means to be a lawyer, right? To ask the right question, mm-hmm. to be able to figure out the both sides of the answer. In terms of being an entrepreneur, I think the ability to see opportunity where other people see risk and figure out how to mitigate the risks and find that opportunity is key. And so every day as you go about doing what you do, just looking through the world through that lens, right? Here's a problem. What's the opportunity within that problem? Yeah, I love that. So what for you is the best part of being in these different worlds, in these multiple professions? Andrea, it's it's wonderful to be able to have multiple lives. It's such an exciting time to be a professional. We have all these new technologies meeting old world problems, and that intersection creates the opportunity to do things that are very innovative, unique, and ultimately that can change the world. You can create solutions where, where solutions don't currently exist. And so being a professional that wears multiple hats, I get to work at the intersection of several different worlds. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like the world is your oyster. (laughs) So the flip side for you of wearing multiple hats, what is the part of your current job slash jobs that sucks the most? It is very challenging to say discipline with regards to time management. When you're doing multiple things in multiple worlds, it's easy to get sucked down rabbit holes. And so you've got to be very disciplined about how you spend your time and what you do and to avoid distractions. The flip side of that is you sometimes can feel an inch deep and a mile wide, and it can be frustrating not to deep dive on things the way you want. Yes, for sure. So, France, what 
is the best career advice you've ever gotten? So the best career advice I've ever gotten is to read. Life is short, too short to make your own mistakes and learn only from those. Uh, Reading allows you to learn from the mistakes of others, and that involves both nonfiction uh, and fiction reading. And I'm a particular fan of biographies. I would say for any uh, young person looking to make a start in their own personal education, pick two or three historical figures or even current figures that they admire and pick up their biographies and read them and see where that leads. That is such great advice. We will also include that in show notes. So this leads me into the second to last espresso shot, which is what movies, if any, or Netflix, Amazon shows, or even fiction books do you think accurately depicts your professions? So the legal book I would recommend is The Man to See, which is a biography of Edward Bennett Williams, one of the founders of Williams and Connolly. It's a it's a remarkable and I think not rose colored look at Edward Bennett Williams and his rise as a lawyer and his practice of law. In terms of uh, books about entrepreneurship, I mean, there's so many great books out there right now, but I'd recommend folks to start with something like The Innovators, if they want a historical work on innovators and what they've done. If they're looking for a nonfiction work, Lean Startup is a great place to start in terms of a book about kind of entrepreneurial methodology. That is such a coincidence that you would raise that, France, that book, Lean Startup, because I just interviewed a woman, Ann Mae Chang, who just wrote a book 10 years later from when Lean Startup first came out. It's called Lean Impact. And she based a lot of her book on that seminal work from a decade ago. Final espresso shot. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about your professions? So when it comes to the practice of law, in today's day and age, having information is actually not the important, most important part of being a lawyer. So knowing the law is actually not the skill that defines a lawyer. I can pick up my phone and ask Siri or Google what a particular law is and it will tell me. The important skill for a lawyer to have is knowing what the issue is and being able to apply the law to set of facts and, and come up with arguments on why the law should come out one way or the other as applied. So knowing the law is actually the least important part of being a lawyer. In terms of being an entrepreneur, I think when a lot of people think about their vision of an entrepreneur is it's somebody and a successful entrepreneur, somebody who has done very well, right? It's created a company, sold it off, you know, has a substantial amount of material wealth. I think the most successful entrepreneurs are actually driven by a desire to serve, to create a product or service that helps other people, that makes their lives better, and that the entrepreneur feels so passionately that their work, their product or service is going to make good for other people, that they're willing to completely commit to it. And that's that's the secret to entrepreneurial success, actually, a desire to serve other people. That is so insightful. And I think personally, I can only say that it validates how I feel and what I'm trying to do with Time for Coffee. So thank you so much for sharing that. And France, I want to thank you so much for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Java Junkie community. This was wonderful. And I have no doubt it's going to help inspire and support so many Java junkies who are interested in building a career in national security, whether it be the legal side, whether it be the entrepreneurial side, or all of the above. My pleasure, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 
24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.